This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. Today, the road takes us to Clarksdale as we showcase the 30th Sunflower River Blues Festival. We'll talk to the good folks at the Delta Blues Museum, visit Levon's Bar and Grill, and hear from Delta Blues musician David Donovan and the Evolve Love Band. So stick around because we're headed to Clarksdale on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll return right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. If you've got questions about what's happening around Mississippi, we want to hear from you. So give us a call at 877-MPB-RING to tell us about what's happening in your community. Or you can shoot us a tweet on uh, Twitter at Dear Mary Marg, M-A-R-G, Mary Marg. Uh, and uh, let us help you uh, fill your weekend with fun things to do. So uh, always pleased to be back at MPB. We got here early today. The studio is always buzzing. There's um, a lot of uh, progress here on the MPB campus. The place looks beautiful. Um, always folks walking around the campus with their dogs and getting exercise. So just a nice morning here at MPB. And um, it always brightens up when Kamel King enters the room. Oh, now. <laughs> so glad to see you, Kamel. Have you had a good week so far? I've had an amazing week. Lovely. All this rain, though, that we've had. I mean, my grass is just growing out of control. I know. I know. you got to <laughs> fire up that lawnmower. Right. Exactly. Well, um, Kamel, I know you mentioned earlier you're headed down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, which is always a great place to go on the weekend. Oh, I can't wait to go. I absolutely love the coast. Uh, going down there for a wrap-up ceremony for the Bicentennial South event that happened in Gulfport. So going for a wrap-up event at Mayor Schlokel's house, and I, I can't wait to get down there. I love kicking it with them. Oh, that is so exciting. Well, you know, we had such a great celebration back in April, kicking off really the uh, a lot of statewide celebrations for Mississippi's Bicentennial down there in Gulfport. And what a crew. I mean, volunteers, right. staff, yeah. by the hundreds yes. that made that weekend such a success. I'm telling you, they they are absolutely a, a city and state of their own. Well, they are. They are. the the, the uh, I think they it's known as the Free State of Jones. We're going to call it the Free State of, of, of Gulfport there today. So <laughs> that's great. Well, I, um, I'm sticking around Jackson this weekend, um, getting some family time in and heading over to Bright Lights Bellhaven Nights. It's a community festival that happens
happens every August in the Bellhaven neighborhood. So nice. really looking forward to that. Our, our friend Carrie Hudson, who was on the show last yeah. week, is is playing at the festival. Cedric Burnside, who you know I love, I is going to be Cedric. there. Yeah, I just can't help myself. So uh, it's going to be really fun. It's very family friendly and uh, just looking forward to hanging out in Jackson and seeing some old friends and uh, getting out uh, and hearing some good music. Excellent. You're always in the mix. Well, you know, <laughs> more. Uh, yeah, I try to be. I try to be. Uh, but uh, we've got a really special show today, one I'm very excited about. You know, I grew up in a little town called Drew, Mississippi, spent my formative years in Greenwood. But if there's one place in the Delta where I feel at home, it is Clarksdale. Oh, certainly. I love to visit Clarksdale. I love that community. I love the mix of newcomers and, and folks who, you know, have born there and have many generations past. Uh, but it's just uh, just a cool place. Really and is. today is all things Clarksdale because we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Sunflower River Blues yes. Festival. Yes, yes. Big deal. So exciting. This, um, just a little disclosure the Sunflower River Blues Festival was the very first blues festival I ever attended. And I was about 16 years old. I may have been a little too young to drive over to Clarksdale with my friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, no parental supervision. But we had a great day, and it was the first time I experienced live blues music. Really? And I think it changed the course of my life. Really? That's pretty awesome, though. Yeah, so it's it's really exciting to me. to um, We're going to have uh, the festival chairs on the show today to tell us a little bit about the history of the festival and how it got started and how it's grown through the years. And we're going to um, just learn a lot about what's happening in uh, this 30th year celebration. They've got some really cool special programming in addition to, you know, the great yeah. music lineup. Oh, that music lineup. I was looking at it the other day. It is awesome. Oh, it's so good. So we won't we won't spoil the uh, the fun because uh, for our first interview though we are going to um, head on over to the Delta Blues Museum in Clarksdale. This is the nation's first blues museum. So uh, really pleased to have um, Shelley Ritter, director of the Delta Blues Museum, on the line. Welcome, Shelley. Hey, Mary Margaret. Thanks so much. Hey, Camille. Hey there. Well, Shelly, we are so glad to have you on the show today. Always wonderful things going on at the Delta Blues Museum. But this is a really special year because here we are, the 30th anniversary of the Sunflower River Festival. But you guys are celebrating the John Lee Hooker Centennial. Wow. Yes. Well, we are celebrating the festival, too. We have an exhibit of 30 years of the Sunflower Festival, and we've got posters from the very first festival Oh, wow. 1988. And I will date myself. I came to the second Sunflower Festival, and I think I've been to most all of them, if not all of them, before moving here. <laughs> um, but anyway, we have that in the gallery, and then we celebrate August as John Lee Hooker Month, and we do that annually, and it coincides with his centennial year this year, which is great. There's celebrations at the Grammy Museum, L.A., um, Cleveland, and here. And uh, we have a great collection of John Lee Hooker's personal guitars. So that's on display along with uh, one of his signature hats and a shirt and an amp. And then in our uh, collection, we have a lot of 78s that were recorded under his name as well as some pseudonyms to kind of skirt around some copyright issues. So we, we've got some neat history on John Lee in our gallery. And of course he is from Clarksdale. 
Wow. Well, Shelley, I remember uh, visiting the museum a few years back when I was on the road uh, trying to connect some places to do a, a blues and blues trail tour. And uh, I was just blown away by it. Could you tell the listeners when the museum was established and how long it's been going on? Sure. Um, thanks for visiting us. Uh, we were established in 1979, and that makes us, um, well, we're the the world's first museum devoted entirely to blues, according to our blues trail marker. And we were kind of, we started organically because people from all around the world were coming to Clarksdale asking about blues and blues history. And so the library set up a small exhibit in the Myrtle Hall branch. And Sid Graves was the director of the library at that time. And the exhibits proved to be so popular, they moved it downtown here to the main branch. And as the museum continued to grow, because we're about music and we're, you know, kind of rowdy and boisterous, it became clear that we needed to separate from the library so people <laughs> could do more studious things in the library. And we moved here to the renovated freight depot in 1999. Now, Shelley... So we, we've uh, been around 38 years. Now, the museums received a National Medal of Museum and Library Science. You got the National Arts and Humanities Youth Programs Award in 2014. And uh, just incredible reputation, both for like a, a traditional museum experience, but also for your uh, really robust education programs. So, uh, you know, kudos to you guys for all the work you're doing, not only to share that blues story, but to really instill it, you know, mm -hmm. in, in Mississippians and visitors alike. Oh, thanks so much. And our the award-winning DBM band is going to open the Sunflower Festival tonight at 6. Now, the, the Blues Museum stage. The Delta so, Blues Museum does have a stage, um, which is like a centerpiece of, really the, of the festival. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's the main stage for the festival, and um, Charlie Musselwhite will be headlining it Saturday night. And I think tonight's headliner is O.B. Buchanan. Very so good. Everybody's in, in for a great show. Now, Shelley, this afternoon you do have special programming um, at the museum. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about this afternoon's Q&A? We do. We have um, our own Penny Mayfield, who is a renowned photographer. She uh, has been a volunteer for the festival and been the festival publicist for, um, gosh, almost the entire run of the festival. And she has a new book, Live from the Mississippi Delta. And we're just very proud of Tanny. And this is a tremendous book. And she'll be signing copies and asking, answering any questions people might have about it this afternoon at 4. Well, that's so wonderful. forward to that. Well, Penny will be one of our guests later in the yeah. show to talk more about uh, the Sunflower River Blues Festival. So uh, we'll hear more from Penny, but uh, that, that panel discussion this afternoon at 4 is certainly uh, not to be missed. Yeah, and then Sunday afternoon we have Charlie Musselwhite and Jim O'Neill uh, talking about uh, Charlie's memories of John Lee Hooker and it. It'll be just incredible. And if you don't know who Jim O'Neill is, he co-founded Living Blues Magazine. It's 
and is also one of the co-founders of the Sunflower Festival. So we're real excited that Jim's back in town. Now, Shelley, Mayor Margaret and I know just how much of a gem this museum is and how important it is to America at large as far as music history. But explain to the listeners, you know, just how important this museum is to American music history. Well, we've got the Blues Museum tells us uh, the story of the blues, and we've got the remnants of Muddy Waters Cabin. Uh, and we also have exhibits on our local uh, guys that may, like Razorblade, that, you know, may not get the same recognition as Muddy Waters, but are just as important as a part of the blues story. And so we're not about a single artist or an industry. We're really about the blues men and women who created this art form and who keep it going and have, you know, have sort of been the stepping stones for what we know as Mississippi's blues story today. And it's, it's really the story of America's music. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, and we mentioned the Delta Blues Museum band um, earlier, but Shelly, tell our listeners a little more about that program. Okay. This program actually started in Lambert, Mississippi in a mechanic's garage. And Mr. Johnny Billington, worked on cars and trucks and he would take a break and strum his guitar and he noticed that the local youth were really kind of paying attention and so he started um offering lessons to them there in his garage and it came to the attention of the delta blues museum i believe it was john rusky and sid graves the museum was still at the library at that time and mr johnny came over and started doing it a little more formally at the library and then we've um he's unfortunately since passed on but we have adapted that and we employ now uh four local musicians here in town walt busby um john holmes anthony big a sherrard and lee williams and anthony and lee just got back from performing in no todd in norway as did one of our program grants graduates um kingfish but anyway we employ these local musicians the museum has instruments and we teach or they teach the students how to sing and play the blues in the way that it's been passed down um through the years by singing and playing the blues well, and as I mentioned before, with that 2014 uh, National Arts and Humanities Award, the Delta Blues Museum played the White House uh, for uh, President and Mrs. Obama, a huge, huge recognition for this longstanding mm-hmm. and important program. So, Shelley, congratulations on all the good work happening at the Delta Blues Museum. Yes. Uh, we are uh, really excited about this weekend's celebration. So we want to encourage our listeners to come out, see that very cool uh, anniversary exhibit for yes. the Sunflower River blues festival and then of course um who doesn't want to see john lee hooker's guitars right they're really cool well uh shelly we we need to take a quick break but as we go out tell our listeners your website and um how they can find more information about the museum all right visit our website it's www.deltabluesmuseum.org 
or come on down to Clarksdale to the old freight depot at number one Blue Valley. That's the best thing to do right there. (laughs) That's great. Well, we've been talking to Shelly Ritter. She's the director of the Delta Blues Museum in Clarksdale. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we're going to talk with representatives from the Sunflower River Blues Festival. It's all things Clarksdale today. This is Next Stop Mississippi here on MPB Think Radio. Talking to me, that baby talk. I like it like that. When you talk like that, you knock me dead. But on my feet, how, 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 how. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. And if you're just joining us before the break, uh, we spoke to Shelley Ritter with the Delta Blues Museum and heard all about the great exhibits at the museum, their wonderful programs, and yeah. just, I mean, a myriad of information that you can find there at the museum. Yeah. And all these international travelers, it's amazing to uh, pop in to the Delta Blues Museum uh, to visit with Shelley to see an exhibit, maybe just to you know hang around the gift shop, and yeah. you're you're going to interact with someone from far away. Yes, indeed. I mean, when you go to that area where the museum is, you could spend a whole day just in that section between the museum and Ground Zero and Cathead and just that whole strip. Is I mean, it's a not only a tourist, but a miss for 
Mississippian. I mean, it's, it's heaven. Well, it really is. And um, I'm excited later in the show, we're going to talk to uh, a new restaurateur music venue in Clarksdale, one I haven't been able to visit yet, but always excited to uh, learn more about what's growing in Clarksdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, without any further ado, we want to welcome um, our next guest to the show. Uh, we've got the crew from the Sunflower River Blues and Gospel Festival um, on the line today. So uh, we want to welcome um, Panny, Melvita, John, and May, uh, our festival chairs for the 30th Sunflower River Blues Festival. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Thanks so much. Well, we're really pleased to um, have you guys on the phone today to tell us a little bit about the history of the Sunflower Festival, but about what's happening this year as well. So I know you've got a really deep and rich story there in Clarksdale, but can you give our listeners just a little a little insight into how the festival got started? Uh, well, it started in 1988 with uh, Jim O'Neill and Dr. Patty Johnson, and uh, Jim, of course, is the co-founding uh, editor of Living Blues Magazine. Yet, is also the Sunflower Festival, and uh, it started uh, that year uh, with really with kind of a bang because we had a wonderful lineup, and we had three different stages that were uh, downtown and by the river and in the um, formal uh, Paramount Theater here, and uh, it was our first time to had anything like that, and it was very, very successful, won't you say, May? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I, I think it was something to, that would enrich this area. Our local people would come out, and then we get tourists from everywhere to come and hear authentic food. And people are so friendly here that people just keep coming back because we treat them so well. <laughs> that, that's a, that just, that's uh, a little biased opinion from us. <laughs> but some people come here and buy property, and uh, they, they're here all year, or else they have second homes here and come. And, and of course, we have our wonderful uh, sister city in Norway, and um, they have a huge blues festival over there. And I'm sure, um, it's Mary Margaret, if you have been there, uh, it's quite a tribute to the Delta Blues uh, scene. And their festival was last week, and a number of our musicians were there performing on their stage. So uh, that's a nice um, international exchange. And we have at our Grits uh, Greens and Barbecue Supper, we had people here from New Zealand. We had people from Washington. We had a gentleman who said this was his 26th time in Parkdale. So... They'll give you kind of a little general idea. It's so it's some of uh, gets in your blood and you can't miss it once you start coming. So um they will, might wanna add or you might wanna ask some more questions about it. Um John and uh, Melvita are down on the site right now and they are putting together uh, a lot of stuff that has to be done in order to have this um uh, festival kick off today. Well, speaking of authenticity, uh, we know the festival has been named one of the top ten places in America to hear authentic music. I mean, other than it being in Clarksdale and, of course, the home of the blues, the the Mississippi Delta, what is so unique about this festival that is giving it that, that title and why people come so much? Because there are a lot of festivals that go on, but Sunflower has just uh, stayed at the top of the heap. I would say that the, the, the significant about this festival, 
from all other festivals. First of all, we were free. And we also uh, enabled the, the, the fans to interact with the art. They, they, they can feel confident artists feel great interacting with the fans. And it, it makes people feel like they just sitting on their porch having a, having a blues party. It's, it's not like at most festivals, you know, it's kind of exclusive. You know, the fans cannot interact uh, unless they got special permission to interact with the artists. So that's one of the things why I think this festival is so unique. Well, you have multiple stages uh, throughout Clarksdale for um, the Sunflower River Blues Festival. And this year you brought in a, a new element for your acoustic acts. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, normally, we, we, we just have uh, one acoustic stage. This time, we are, like, moving them to a, to a different venue. So we're trying to, uh, you know, blend in the community uh, and, and the merchants. With our festival, they say everybody feels that this this festival is not just our festival; it's the whole town festival. Well, that's wonderful. So uh, you can find live music in different venues around town. Uh, also, yeah. a, a plus there is that there's a little cold uh, manufactured air in these venues as well yeah. on these hot, <laughs> steamy August days. I was going to mention that last year that it was 105 degrees. Jeez. So uh, we said we've got to do something. We have a huge sound crew here. And, uh, of course, nobody came out at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to hear it come to hear anybody perform. So um, we, that's really the uh, probably the main thing. And we've got six different venues that go on from noon uh, Saturday till about 5 o'clock when the main stage opens in. So um, uh, people really enjoy that. They uh, they can really get into the act. And as May was saying, they are, it's not, you know, a great distance from the stage to the audience. And um, people people like that, and they talk back and forth to the musicians, and it's just a, a most unusual sort of uh, uh, scene. And and we everybody likes it. So, well, and uh, Panny, that's the voice of Panny Mayfield, and uh, we mentioned earlier in the show that your um, your debut book, Live from the Mississippi Delta, is is available now. You're doing a Q and A this afternoon at four at the Delta Blues Museum. So, want to say congratulations to you on this uh, incredible collection of photography from. Uh, all of these years of great music uh, throughout Clarksdale and the Delta. So I really appreciate that body of work, and I can't wait to to, to get my hands on it. Um, but, Penny, you've been uh, involved in this event uh, for many years. Um, can you really describe what the festival really means to the town of Clarksdale? We know that yeah. visitors love coming out and, and enjoying this great experience and, and that southern hospitality, but what does it mean for the local folks as well? Yeah. Well, there's a great deal of business that takes place. You know, all the hotels are full, the restaurants are full, and it's just um, it's just a great uh, advertisement for the for Mississippi Delta and for Clarksdale. And thank you very much for mentioning the book. I won't dwell on that because this is about the festival today. But uh, the festival, of course, is a big part of my book as well as other festivals. And um, it's, um, I'm a journalist and have been mo- all my life, but I've never written a book before, so it's a, kind of a, a new experience for me, and uh, I look forward to talking about it. And uh, But it's in Clarksdale, um, we're, well, you know, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page recorded an album in 
1998 called Walking in the Crossdale. And they have done, you know, walked here quite often. So uh, we kind of take that, um, you know, as an opening. And uh, people love walking in the Crossdale. And they walk all around and they visit the historic districts, not only uh, where Tennessee Williams lived, but also the Civil Rights era, um, the churches, and they're they're all open, and the gospel music is wonderful. So uh, it's a great um, celebration for the whole town. Well, that's right. And the music really started last night, but uh, things kick up again tonight at 6 p.m. downtown and really throughout uh, the day on Saturday and even on Sunday. The Sunday is really that uh, ode to gospel that starts at 4 p.m. So just an incredible um, lineup, a wonderful weekend of music. Now, we've got um, a, just a, just an, an amazing group of Mississippi blues musicians on on the lineup this year. And as we mentioned, Charlie Musselwhite, is the headliner so really excited about that just kind of a legend in his own time but i know charlie musselwhite spent a lot of time in clarksdale Uh, what is what is his connection there well it's fine to the festival uh Mm -hmm. initially he came here in 95 and uh something something happened uh we were rain out outside and so we moved into the theater that uh is an old volvo theater and Something happened that night between Clarksdale and Charlie Musselwhite because he thought we sort of fell in love with each other. And he's been here, I don't know how many times since he headlined the festival, four, four times. times. And then he's bought property here. He comes and visits and uh, his family. And um, we're having a wonderful um, event on Sunday at 1 o'clock. It's a bicentennial event that's being uh, funded by the Managers uh, Council and also State Tourism called Conversations with Charlie Musselwhite. And it will involve his 50 years as an artist and also uh, all the different generations of people that he has known and played with from Muddy Waters to, to Tom Waite. You know, it's just an, an amazing thing. And Jim O'Neill is going to interview him. So we're looking forward to that, and I think a lot of people, maybe even some who are not blues fans, will come just to uh, listen to his uh, historical account of his own career. Well, that's that is excellent, and uh, you can find all of this information and uh, and see the the lineup um, at uh, sunflowerfest dot org, a great website with lots of good information there. Uh, tips on planning your trip, um, of course, um, just uh, great news articles about highlights and different elements of this thirtieth anniversary. Sunflower River Festival. So, uh, Panny, uh, May, we really appreciate having you guys on the show today. Um, we'll uh, let you uh, leave us with some parting thoughts, but we're going to hear a little Charlie Musselwhite as we uh, head to the break. Thank you so much. We really appreciate this opportunity to talk about something very dear to all of us. We, we appreciate you putting it out on the airways to uh, inform people of the great festival that we are have started today. Yes, indeed. Thank you guys for keeping it going strong. 
That's right. And so uh, that was uh, our friends over at the Sunflower River Blues and Gospel Festival in Clarksdale, Mississippi, uh, happening today through Sunday. Uh, no reason not to get over there and hear this incredible music. Um, lots of good memories from the festival, and they just keep going. So uh, we need to take a break. Uh, let us know what's going on in your community by giving us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring When we get back, we're going to talk to uh, restaurant owner and musician Johnny Cass. This is Next Stop Mississippi here on MPB Think Radio. We'll be right back. Mississippi here on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. And if you're just joining us, before the break, we spoke with the ladies in Clarksdale that uh, really keep the, the train on the rails for the Sunflower River Blues and Gospel Festival now in its 30th year. So I uh, enjoyed that interview, enjoyed kind of hearing that backstory of the festival. I, I was reading on their website this morning, which was um, full of information. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. talk about history. Uh, incredible chronicling chronicle of of the history of the festival but the very first festival that that they mentioned that kind of you know came together with all these great local acts was actually filmed by ETV really? or MPB yeah. you know um so we're going to have to uh talk to uh John over there in um in television and see if we can't pull that one out of the archive I'm telling you. I would love to see that might see your little face in there <laughs> <laughs> well I, I was uh, getting a little uh you know um, sentimental looking at a Facebook album I have from images of the Sunflower R- River Blues and Gospel Festival mm-hmm. from 2009. So I think I'll share that later today so uh, folks can uh, just get a little taste of, of what to expect. Oh, so, 2009. You were only 15. I then. know. I'm really, woo, I'm telling you. What is that beverage doing in your hand? You're only 15. <laughs> the, the, the days of youth, they're so fleeting. Right. Uh, well, uh, we do have our next guest on the line. We want to welcome uh, Johnny Cass. He's the owner of Levon's Bar and Grill in Clarksdale, one of the new additions to uh, the great Clarksdale uh, scene. Welcome, Johnny. Hi there. How are you? Well, we are doing great, having a lot of fun talking to all of our friends over in Clarksdale. And I want to welcome you um, to the show. And uh, I think I detect an accent. I know. <laughs> yes, sure I do. Um, I'm from uh, Sydney, Australia. We traveled all the way from Sydney with uh, my wife and my three dogs to come and settle in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Now, did the dolls come from Australia also? They certainly did. Oh, they right. In, they were in the cargo hold with a, in the Qantas plane right next to our first class. <laughs> you really relocated the whole family. So what brought, what brought you to Mississippi? The Blues, of course. Um, I've been uh, a lifelong student of the Blues, and uh, it definitely was a big draw card for me being in amongst where it all began. Exactly. And now tell us what you were doing in Australia before you relocated to Mississippi and what about the blues, you know, drew you so much to Mississippi that you decided to move literally across the globe? Well, we had a um a music venue in Sydney and um and we had dinner and show six nights a week and we would have um musicians from all over the world, local and international but um i used to run a night which was a tribute to robert johnson and i 
assembled all of the great music, blues musicians from all around Australia and we would uh, have this night on at our venue. Uh, and I thought it would be a great idea to hunt down Robert Johnson's family and um, get them to uh, be a part of what we are doing. And that's what really I stumbled across Clarksdale and the Duke Joint Festival on the way to doing that. And, yeah, the rest is history. Wow, that's just so incredible. And, you know, we uh, we want to hear a little more about Levon's, your restaurant mm-hmm. and great music venue uh, in downtown Clarksdale. Uh, we uh, we were, Michelle and I were laughing before the show. We were doing research about um, about Levon's, and I literally had to get up from my uh, desk and go eat breakfast after looking <laughs> at the menu because I got so hungry. Excellent. Yeah, well, that's what we're aiming for. And so uh, you, it seems like you've got a little bit of a uh, little bit of everything there. I see there's pizzas. There's also some uh, sort of uh, you know fancier dishes. Uh, it seems like you've got a little bit of a cre- Creole inspiration. Definitely, and that's something that I've really learned since I've been here. And I did want to fuse what I already knew with uh, Australian and Italian cooking, and wanted the Creole influence in there. So. Um, it's been a lot of trips down to New Orleans and uh, talking to a lot of uh, great cooks and chefs around here and uh, sharing recipes and inspiration. So other than being a blues aficionado and a chef, you're also, and you and your wife are mixologists? Um, well, yes, Naomi is definitely uh, the mixologist and uh, she enjoys uh, compiling lots of different recipes and experimenting, which is uh, half the fun. And, uh, yeah, she's become quite adept at uh, mixing a really good drink. Well, uh, and what I love about Levine's from what I can see online, I mean, I'm, I just, you know, really need to get over to visit you guys is uh, the atmosphere you've created in this space um, is, is like quintessential Clarksdale. I mean, there should be mm. some sort of um, design style that is, is Clarksdale because it's a uh, it's a little rock. It's a little blues. It's it's very uh, just, uh, you know, exposed brick, great raw woods, uh, beautiful space. Definitely. um we wanted to bring also a little bit of flavour from New Orleans as well. And um, and I think that the place is evolving in a way that it definitely started with the blues, but it's definitely take a little bit more of a, a rock direction because we're mixing up the music that we have there. So it's not only blues, it's some country and some rock. And I think that's really what you have to do to be successful is to have variation and I've always been a strong believer that it doesn't matter what age you are, you can be, you know, from 18 to 80, everyone's welcome at Levon's, and, and that's that's really what I wanted to be. Well, now, you're a musician too, is that right? That's what brought me here. I've, um, I've been playing guitar since I was 13. I'm now 48, and uh, I've slowly been getting back into it because since we've been here, I've been locked down in the kitchen, but um, I got up and had a play last night with uh, Jackal and the Star. That was fun, and... Um, I started a band with some local musicians, so it's uh, good therapy. Nice. Now, you do host live music at Levine's. Can you tell us uh, what nights of the week we might find live music? Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, and on Sunday, we have live music from 3.30. And we also did brunch on Sundays. Wow. Now, brunch is hard to come by, Mm -hmm. um, so that's really good to know you've got a Sunday brunch in place. Yep, yep. Um, Well, pretty much, I think the only... Um, restaurant that is open on Sundays. Normally, I'm not sure for, for the Sunday for the um, the Sunflower, but we are the only guys open on Sunday in Clarksdale. I hope that uh, changes, but at the moment, um, we kind of win by default. <laughs> 
Now, Johnny, Johnny Cash, not to be confused with Johnny Cash. Um, <laughs> tell us uh, one more thing also. Uh, what time do you open and, and are you available all week long? Is your restaurant open all week long? And who is Levon? <laughs> okay, well, well, I, I call it Levon, but everyone started to uh, call it Levon, so I'm just going that, with that. But it started with um, Levon Helm, the ah. drummer from the band. And um, I loved I was absolutely obsessed with the band for so long and, and Levon's uh, singing and drumming and songwriting style. And I named my dog, my great Dane, black and white Dane, after Levon. So it all started there. So then we, when we decided we were going to do a business in Clarksdale, we thought, let's name it after Levon, our dog, and make him the mascot. And then, uh, it's, yeah, it basically it came from, started with Levon Helm from the band. One of my favorite, all-time favorite mm-hmm. bands as well. So love that tribute. I, I think I found my new spot, and I haven't even been there yet. <laughs> um, well, Johnny, it's been great having you on the phone today. Tell our listeners where they can go and find out more about Levon's, about your menu, about the live music that's upcoming. Well, our website is levons.net, and we are at 232 Sunflower Avenue in Clarksdale. It's, a, it's an old steamboat that's been redone. And um, it's a bit of a landmark building, but we are open Wednesday through to Sunday from 4 o'clock in the afternoon, but on Sundays we open at 11 a.m. Well, that's wonderful. So that's all you really need to know. No address required. Just get to downtown Clarksdale, mm-hmm. look for the steamboat, and you yeah. found your spot. So exactly. uh, I, I think that's my kind of directions. Yeah, you know? there you go. Uh, well, thank you so much, Johnny, for being on the show today. Uh, good luck to you this weekend. Enjoy uh, Sunflower River Blues Festival, and uh, we know you're going to have a lot of patrons. So uh, thanks for thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, we need to take a break. We did get a call from a listener uh, wanting to know where they could stay this weekend if all the hotels are booked. And uh, you'll be happy to know there is camping available uh, through Quapaw Canoe Company. They're offering um, uh, primitive camping there right by uh, the Sunflower River, offering bathroom and shower access. So uh, you can check out more about that by going to Quapaw Canoe Company online and uh, learning about the camping options there. So that's really nice. You're literally right there in the middle of the festival. Quapa, so. You might have to spell that for the <laughs> listeners and me. <laughs> That's Q-U-A-P-A-W. Uh, we're uh, going to go out to break with some music by my friend Terry Harmonica Bean. Always love, love, love to hear his music. So uh, we'll be right back with uh, David Donovan um, after the break. I raised up This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King, and we are having a great day with our friends in Clarksdale, learning all about what's happening throughout the weekend to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Sunflower River 
Blues and Gospel Festival. Man, oh man, that you know that um, it's going to be a wonderful weekend of great music. Uh, right. I imagine it's like a, a family reunion right. or, you know, kind of a, a high school homecoming in a right. lot of ways uh, for folks to get out, see their favorite musicians, bump into their friends that they've met through the years following all these great artists. So I uh, know there are, there's a lot going on and uh, a lot of good things, good things to happen. I mean, it's 125 musicians over three days. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yes. So 125 artists, three days of music, uh, just jam-packed into downtown Clarksdale. You can't ask for more. I talked to my man, James Super Chicken Johnson, on uh, the other day, and he was so excited to be performing. I think he had just gotten back from, gosh, Poland or something like that. He is all over the world. So uh, he popped back in. Of course, that's his hometown to be a part of the festival. Oh, that's so good to hear. And, uh, you know, uh, what I love about um, a lot of the musicians in uh, the Delta, well, really throughout Mississippi, is that, that, you know, you're not only like a musician, but most musicians are also visual artist as well and Super Chicken's a great example of that I mean he you know uh, can play the guitar and sing and just really you know make folks get out of their chairs and move but he also literally makes his guitars yes there are all sorts of varieties of guitars he is an absolute genius I mean uh, cigar boxes to anything you can think of he just transforms them and I mean they are works pieces of art and uh, I mean but they you can utilize them as true guitars. I mean, he plays them on stage. I'm sure they're gifts, uh, but they look so fantastic. Well, they really do. Uh, one year when I was working with the Mississippi Arts Commission, we actually commissioned Super Chicken to uh, create multiple um, of his uh, handmade cigar box guitars and gave those as the actual governor's award wow. to our recipients that year. And I thought to myself, now that's much better than one of those plastic uh, right. little you know, statues you might put on your desk or whatever. Right, right. I'd much rather have a, a piece of folk art. So uh, it's, again, um, the 30th anniversary of the Sunflower River Blues Festival. Lots going on in Clarksdale and really throughout the state. So if you have things going on in your community that you want to share, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 672-7464. We um, have a, a, just a little uh, bit of time left in the show to uh, talk with our musical guest guest this week, David Donovan of the Evolve Love Band. David, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing this morning? We are doing really well. We've enjoyed uh, talking to all your buddies around Clarksdale today as we get ready for yeah. uh, this year's festival, uh, which you um, are kicking off the Saturday show on the main stage at 5 p.m. with uh, your band, the Evolve Love Band. Yes, ma'am. We're going to be kicking it off at 5 o'clock, and we are looking forward to it. This is always one of our favorite times of the year, um, getting to come back home and play where we got our, our start. We always love getting to play right back at home in Clarksdale. David, do you remember uh, the search uh, a few years ago? I sure do. Yes, sir. Man, that is when I met you. And I remember just thinking how sweet you were as a uh, musician and as a songwriter. I mean, you're really talented. Uh, Tell our listeners how you got started in the music industry and where you've gone from, you know, then a few years ago to now with your Evolve Love Band. Yes, sir. Well, actually, uh, it's kind of funny. I got my start as an actor. Um, I actually played Elvis in a small television series called Elvis, the early years. And, uh, that was back in 
the uh, early 90s. It had Michael St. Gerard and Millie Perkins in it. But then, you know, through that, I started doing music with uh, music theater and everything in school. And once I got done with music theater, I started getting in, and my cousin, who was the sports guy, started playing guitar. I was always the music guy in family, and I was like, no, sir, you're not going to take that from me. Mm -hmm. So out of selfishness, I ended up picking up the guitar and started playing guitar, and I have been playing guitar ever since. But now I'm currently, I have David Donovan and Evil Love, as well as the TaylorMade Blues Band. And um, we do a lot of traveling. Uh, we just got back from Atlanta and a five-day uh, shoot to Florida. And here, August the 23rd, we will be leaving for New York and Simsbury, Connecticut, Philadelphia. So uh, God has been really good and and you know, I thank him every day that I'm getting to play music and just have a good old time. Well, and uh, I did take a listen to some of your music this morning. Um, it's been a, a little while since I've gotten to catch you in Mississippi, but you know, it really is some kind of hard hitting bluesy rock. It's not. It's not just your straight or your quintessential Delta blues. Yes, ma'am. And what one of the reasons that I did that is, you know, I grew up in the Delta. I grew up here in blues, country, rock, everything. Um, and whenever you go off somewhere, and a lot of times even whenever you're at home and you say, hey, I'm a blues fan, you know, the first thing people think is, oh, this is just going to be an acoustic guitar and, it, you know, I'm going to want to go to sleep. And I wanted Evil Love to be able to show people, hey, it's not just that. <laughs> you know, this is something that, is powerful, something that can really change you. And so that's kind of our way of getting that message out there. And then, of course, we do come back and do a little bit more along the lines of traditional blues. But some of that other stuff is just kind of like something there to just kind of, you know, pop you in the face and be like, hey, we're here. So, uh, you know, we just try to do something a little different and a little special. Well, that other stuff that you mentioned that is different from the traditional blues you play, what would you label it as uh, as far as your style of music? How would you label it? Well, I would just say it's new blues. Um, you know, a lot of people look at blues music and they imagine Robert Johnson. They imagine Muddy Waters. But blues isn't about one thing blues is an ever-changing thing it's supposed to be about what you were going through as a person so i was brought up listening to zz top led zeppelin kiss stuff like that so i've taken those aspects plus i've brought in aspects of the blues music that i'm currently around and i've just made it me something that speaks to me and i just hope that it speaks to other people as well well david uh, it certainly does our, our producer michelle mcadoo fell in love with this tune love you loving me uh, by david yeah. Dun donovan and evil love band um so we're going to go out with that and we want to thank you for being on the show with us today it's been a wonderful day celebrating clarksdale and 30 years of the sunflower river blues festival uh next stop mississippi is a production of mississippi public broadcasting think radio and it's funded by generous contributions from listeners like you our show was produced today by michelle mcadoo and for kamel king i'm mary margaret miller 
Stay tuned. Southern Remedy for Women is next. And we hope you'll join us next week for another road trip around Mississippi on Next Stop. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.